Today's daf is daf nun dalad, page 54 in the Hedekim Masech is Gittin, and we pick up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines from the top of nun dalad Amar Aleph. We're up to the Rebbe Yehuda, Ad Rebbe Yehuda, Lai Kash. We're just wrapping up this uh, back and forth, which is we had, a, we had a contradiction in the opinions of Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Meir, and the contradiction was built into the laws of Shabbos and Shemitah, which was... According to Rabbi Yehuda, this is what we're going to focus on right now. Rabbi Yehuda holds that if somebody by mistake, bishoygig, unintentionally plants during the Shemitah year, there's no knas, there's no fine. But he holds if somebody bishoygig cooks on Shabbos, does an Isser Shabbos, a Chil Shabbos, a Shabbos transgression, then we're going to create a knas and you're not allowed to use it. And we want to know the difference between Shemitah and Shabbos. It's the same thing. Shemitah is every seventh year. Shabbos every seventh day. Why by one does Rabbi Yehuda say there is a knas, which is Shabbos, and why by the other, by Shemitah, does Rabbi Yehuda say there's no knas? And that's what we're coming to answer. Eight lines from the top of Nundal Ramad Aleph says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, like Hash, has no contradiction in Rabbi Yehuda either. Why? In Rabbi Yehuda's city, Chamir Lushviyas. There was no need for a knas, there was no need for a fine, because people were very careful about Shemitah. And therefore, when did we create fines? When there's a problem, when there's an issue, we create, we create a knas. There's no issue, because people understand the severity of the transgression. There's no need to create a knas to, to, uh, to stop it. Therefore, in Rebutah's town, Chamiru, who Shemitah was taken seriously, and no need for a knas, but by Shabbos there was a knas. And there was, in Rebuda city, a situation where somebody said to his friend, Dayar bar diarta, you are somebody who converted to Judaism, and your mother converted to Judaism. He says, he was trying to tell him, and therefore you're not as well versed in, uh, in all the halachas, and uh, you got to be more careful. And the guy says, hey, buddy, listen up. I am as careful in the laws of Shemitah as you are. Now, the fact that he used this as this example, as uh, his proof for being uh, careful with mitzvahs, that is a raya that, again, and this was in the town, the city of Rebuta, this is a proof that <clears throat> this was self-understood, that um, in, in, this, in this city you wouldn't dare transgress such a thing. Okay. Toshima. Come and listen. What we're going to do now in the Gemara is go back to Nun Gimel Amadez, yesterday's daf, where we created various, and we brought down various situations where we knas Bishogeg transgressions, okay? Unintentional transgressions. So Toshima, <clears throat> come and listen. Let's try to boil down to what is actually the halacha lemais. All right. Achal Truma. See where we are? About 12, 13 lines from the top of the Yomud. Achal Truma Tameya. If somebody eats Truma Tameya. Now this is talking about a regular Yid We'll call it from the tribe of Yehuda. He eats truma that is tame. Now, why did he eat truma that's tame? 
because you can't tell the difference on the food itself. Maybe he thought it was chulin, right? So he eats somebody else's shuma tamea. Mishalim chulin tahirin. So you have somebody from the tribe of Yehuda, from Shevet Yehuda, who's visiting a kayin. They're sitting in the kitchen, and this yid from Shevet Yehuda reaches over, and he sees food in the corner of the kayin's kitchen. He puts some food in his mouth <coughs> without permission. So now, it's Geneva. Can't do that. Turns out, the food that he ate was truma tmeya. So nobody's allowed to eat that anyway. Says the Brisa, you still need to pay back with chulin tahirim. Now chulin tahirim will call, this is the best thing that somebody could receive in return. Because beforehand you couldn't eat it, and now you get mamish chulin tahirim. This thing is open to everybody. Okay? Shilem chulin tmeya mau. What if he pays back with chulin tameya? So again, you're supposed to pay back, if you take truma tameya, you're supposed to pay back chulin tahirim, which if you think about it on the surface, doesn't make sense. On the surface level, what's the deal? Very hard to understand. You're taking something that doesn't have value and you're paying something that has absolute value. But that's the halacha. We'll see soon what's going on. Let's say I didn't pay back with chulin tahirim, I paid back with chulin tameya. It's still better than what I took. Because chulin tameyim is allowed to be eaten by somebody who's tameyim. Truma tameyim, nobody's ever let eat. So Amar Sumchaz Bishmameyim, Bishayim, you did it by mistake, you did it unintentionally. Tashlum of Tashlumim. It's a good, it's, a, it's surely a payment. Bishmameyim, if you did it on Pipus, you paid back with chulin tameyim. Ain't tashlum and tashlum, you're not allowed to do that. You got to go back and give chul tahirim v'chamayim 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 if you did on pipes, why is it not considered a valid payment? You did a get the zach, you did a good thing. Why? You ate something, you ate shuma tamea that nobody's ever allowed to eat. And you paid the kayan back with something that he could eat while he's impure. So, very nice, you should have paid back with chul and tahirin, but you still paid back better than what you took. I helped the kayan. I took again Truma Tamea that had nothing to eat, nothing to do with. He couldn't do anything with it. And I paid back with Chulun Tamea. The Kayin could eat Chulun Tamea when he's tummy. The Yom Rav, Rav explained, Vama Lakidi, some say it was Kidi, Surim Machzir Vachi Gitani. No, you're missing a point over here, let's get into it. Ochal Truma Tamea Mishan called the Hu. If a year from Sheva Yehuda eats Truma Tamea, nobody's not eating Truma Tamea. The Allah is, you could pay back with anything. Pay back anything. What's the halacha if he paid back with chulun tamei instead of chulun tahir? There, some kuzam shem rebeir b'shayt tashlum tashlum b'meizah in tashlum tashlum v'chamayim achazah v'chazah tashlum of tashlumim. It's surely a good payment. V'chayzer m'shalim chulun tahirim, and you're going to have to pay again. The Yomar of Achav Brei Drav Ika. Let me explain something. Hocha, this brisa because I got the mezik could be night. 
The machlokes that we have between the Chomen Rav Meir is whether or not the, we knas somebody for doing something by mistake because why would I knas him? I did it by mistake. Why are you going to give him a fine? Here's the deal. Because the mind is very tricky, wiki. So what's going to happen if we're not going to knas somebody who does something b'shaygig and only b'mezin? Many people are going to do something. Bishaygig, wink, wink, and get out of it. Um, mistake. Now, it's completely intent. You, you can't really know for a fact what intent is. So, Machlekes is, do we say, you know what? We're going to have to Kanasa Shaygig Gatu Mezik. This way people don't come to pull shtick. So, Rameyer Savar, like Kanasa Shaygig Gatu Mezik, says, you don't do that. And therefore, if by mistake you gave back Chulin to Meya, for Truma to Meya, you're fine. Chamerim Kansu. Chum say no, we're gonna knas you, and therefore, if you're supposed to give back things that are tar, you're obligated to give back things that are tar. Now, here's the question. The question is, did the chachamim create a knas for a shaygig or not? Before we said yes. Now we're saying no. Reb Meir holds no. There's no knas. That's the question. Steer and Reb it's the Gemara Hachi Hashta. It's not a contradiction. Hachi Hashta. Here now, chill. Take a step back. Relax on the question. Hasam. In the original case, You have somebody who took, uh, who paid back with b'shaygig unintentionally, with chulin tamayim, with tamay chulin. So this guy's coming to pay back. He's trying to do a good thing. Anan Nekovaliknase. You beautiful you said, by the way. Beautiful you said. If somebody's trying to do the right thing, even if they mess up, you don't create a knas. Big you said in everything. Somebody's trying to help you. Somebody's trying to volunteer in a shul. Somebody's trying to volunteer on a board of a school. Somebody's trying to be good, be helpful, help a shalashudas, do this. Anything that's going on in your life, come to your house, be helpful. Your child's trying to be helpful at home, and they mess up. They drop something, a, board, a, a, a member of your board has something that comes, can't show up, they can't follow through on a thing. Somebody's coming to be helpful and do the right thing, and bishoygeg, something happens, take a step back, and realize they're doing you a favor, relax. Don't Get all uptight about it. Chill. In addition to that, multiple times I have found when I'm involved in chinuch that you have you could have uh, <clears throat> people involved in chinuch b'chanchem, and they'll say something and do something. And for example, you could have a, a high school rebbe or a high school teacher, a mora, girl school, boy school doesn't matter. They say. Whoever has, uh, whoever has uh, a phone that's against the school rules, a smartphone against the school rules, you have to let us know. The kids who go and let them know get in trouble. The kids who continue to hide it are the tzidkaniyais. They're the tzaddikim. What are you doing? Somebody's showing up. They want to be part of a system. They say, you know, I'm, I'm going to too. I'm going to be involved. That's when you create a kanas. Oh, you, we told you not to have a cell phone, and now you show up with one. 
And a person's here to pay up and do the right thing. And now Nekom Velik to say it's bad midas. We're going to knas somebody that's not the Derech Somebody's here on board, you help them out. You help stimulate growth. You help them, you, 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 you inspire them to do the right thing. Therefore, we're not going to knas them. However, in the other case, where somebody, um, where somebody's metame, fruit, produce, if he does so by mistake, okay, was he involved in a payment? He's not involved in a payment, it's not. You're metame, somebody's thing. So over there, we'll create a knas. Can't be metame, somebody else's thing. When you come and do a good thing, no knas. When you're stunned, you made a mistake. We'll create a knas this way. Sometimes, next time, you'll be more careful. Okay. Toshma, come and listen. Dam shinit If you have blood, that was sprinkled on top of the mezbeach. That was tame. Okay, so blood became tame, and the kain still sprinkled it. He wasn't allowed it. If he did it by mistake, it's still a kosher carbon. If he did it on pipus, it's not a kosher carbon. Okay? Or actually, doesn't mean it's not a kosher carbon. Hortza means whether or not you're allowed to eat the meat of the carbon afterwards. So if it was by mistake, you still could. If not, uh, if, if, it, if it was done on purpose, then you cannot. Okay? So again, you see, there's no knas when you do something by mistake. Before we said if mayor holds, we do knas by a mistake. Is going to say, There's no question on me. By the case of the Kayin, he's trying to be Mechapar for the guy. Again, the Kayin's doing a righteous thing. He's doing a good thing. So now you're you going to Knas him? We're not going to Knas him. But I still hold that we will Knas when somebody is Metame something, even with, even Beshagig. You know, even uh, even though it was unintentional. That's, if you're not like Isaac B'Mitzvah, you're not about doing something proper, we'll create a Knas. Okay. Toshma, come and listen to the following. Again, what are we trying to do here? Let's just take a step back and, and remember. We're trying to understand Shitas Rev Meir. Rev Meir held that we're going to knas a shaygeg by a dinder We're trying to prove now that you that it's not true. So Toshma, come and listen. A maser Somebody separates meiser on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do that. Okay, before meiser separated, the food is tevel. What if I separated meiser on Shabbos? Making it permissible, doing the final thing, it's a transgression of Shabbos. If he did it by mistake, he did it on Shabbos. Okay, so we see there's no knas. You're allowed to do it, you're still allowed to eat it. There's no knas on the shaygi. This guy's trying to do a mitzvah. Again, same you said. It's a beautiful you said. Beautiful you said. Toshma, I try to prove again. Somebody whose title is Kalim on Shabbos. Now, there are certain Kalim that the Rabbanans say need to be titled before using it. So you're not going to be titled your Kalim on Shabbos because it's making it ready for usage. What if I have a mikvah in my basement mm-hmm. and uh, I have a new dish, metal dish? I want to be titled it. So I can, I can use it for dessert. Middle of my Shabbos, and I want to go down and be titled it. Pretty good schmuck, no? You go, just go downstairs and be titled it. Give out. I don't need to schlep the Kreef core. It's beauty. So, he's toivel on Shabbos. If he did by mistake, unintentional, you could use it. Again, you see there's no knas on a shaygeg. How could the mayor say there is? Again, I'm not First come to you, Matar. This is even brought out in a more stronger way. This, these, these words, listen to this. 
A person wants me to tire himself. A yid comes. He wants to do the right thing. Our children come. Our spouses come. Our families come. We come. We want to do the right thing. I want to tell you something. If this avayda is true by us, it's certainly true by the Rabbani Shalala. We come up to the Rabbani Shalala and we do our best. We're sincere. We're ernst. We're erlich. We're really trying to do the right thing. And we slip. We do it wrong. Zog the Gemara. Gavra letahure koi mechavina. We're just trying to be metaira. I'm just trying to do the right thing. And on Lakeum, Malikness, Avadal, the Bunshalom is not going to do that. Yeah? Bunshalom wants a heart. It's not going to knas us. Yeah? It's not going to knas us. Be sincere. Go. Do that by this Hashem. You might slip. You might slip. Be an Avad Hashem. So it's all that matters. Verami Drabira Drabihuda. Now we have a contradiction. Drabira Drabihuda. Bidrabanon. When it comes to within the Rabbana de Tanya, we learn to embrace the top of Nundalid on Mudbeis. No flu, nispatsu, echachaygig, vechadmezid layalu. So here's what happens. Let's say you have food, or Rashi says, a geyze prach. It's referring to nuts. So you have nuts, food, something edible, that um, is, is, uh, you're not allowed to eat. Why it's in the first three years of growth, let's say. It falls into nuts that are kosher. Comes with a hexer, it's all good. And now they're all... And then it gets all ground up and mixed together. The halacha is, it's all erla. It's all erla, yeah, it's all, it's all forbidden. This is the opinion of If... He crushed it. Bishaygig. Then it is yalu. We're going to say whatever's forbidden is gone. If he did it on purpose, though, then he can't say that. You can't like purposely like grind it up. So now the whole thing's a mishkabab. And say, uh, now I'm allowed to eat it. In this case, it's a bottle of And Abana made the decree. That even though before they're crushed, it's not, uh, it's not going to be bottle. Because now here's a dendra Why is dendra Because again, the rice everything's bottle. Even the arla has been nullified while it's whole. So now the grinding part is only dealing with the dendra <coughs> Because me the rice everything's permitted anyway. So we still see that by a uh, by a dendra banan, does knas. Now before we said their beauty is going to hold by dendra a shaygig, if you unintentionally do something with shaygig by dindra banan, we don't knas you. Here we see we do knas you. And it's like, what are time Yehuda, Misham Daasi, Li Irume. Again, a person is going to come to machstik, yeah, and uh, purposely do it and say that it was done by mistake. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is going to say we're going to knas him, but usually Rabbi Yehuda says we're not going to knas by dindra banan. Over here, it's, it's a unique situation. For Rabbi Yehuda, and this comes out of contradiction to opinions of Rabbi Yaisi. The Tanam we learned in the Mishnah. If you have a planting of Arla or Klai HaKerem. What's Klai HaKerem? Forbidden mixtures like Shatnas. Yeah. <clears throat> you planted two things together that are not allowed to be planted together. Shinnasarvanatiyazachiris get mixed up with other things that are permitted. So now I have forbidden and permitted mixed together. Harizalayalakit. Okay. You're not allowed to pick it together. 
if you don't know what's what, because now you're just going to end up creating a right. You're not going to purposely nullify something. Vimlikate, let's say you did it. Yalu So then, if you know it's less than 200, Beseder, you're going to be okay. As long as you didn't have das, you didn't have intent to nullify it like this. It's only like an after the fact. Basically, says, you can even do it on purpose. Even if you had a kavana to pick it, Yalu You see, Rabbi allows somebody to purposefully nullify something, and we're not going to kenas you. But what did we say just before? When we quoted Shitas, Rabbi Yaisi, Reb Shimon, we said, Yet you can't do it, Bemezid. Contradiction, Rabbi Yaisi. Can you purposely nullify something or not? It says, Gemara, no, no issue. We learned about that. Amar Rav, Rav says, Chazaka, not to Maeser Al-Karba, I mean, it's a Chazaka that um, a person's not going to answer his vineyard with one planting, which means people in general are, uh, are careful, and therefore this is such a rare thing. The Rabbana never knas something. They don't create general fines on things that are unusual. Okay, All right, end of the Gemara. Next Mishnah. This Mishnah we quoted previously on yesterday's daf. What was this Mishnah? We're very familiar with this from yesterday, Baruch Hashem. Hakehanim shepiglu b'mikdash. If you have kaihanim that make a carbon pigle in the mikdash, mizidin chayavim. If the kain did it on purpose, he mamish created pigle on purpose, he's going to be chayav. He doesn't like the Yisrael. He's Yisrael being a carbon, carbon ayla. He's like, I'm going to get that guy. So he has the wrong das, he has the wrong intention when shechting the animal, and now the animal's lost. It's not a kosher carbon. The Yisrael's going to have to bring another one. So if the Kayin did it on, on, uh, on purpose, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be Chayev. Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. <clears throat> if a person is working with Tahar produce or things, and one says to the other, the Tahar thing that I made for you became Tami Yaisimai Bizvachim. So if he was a kayin, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, if he's a kayin who's working with carbonis, the Yarmulani says, Vakum Jasizima Imcha Nispaglu, you know, the carbonis that I was dealing with became pigle Naman, the kayin's believed. And in the first case, the Israel's believed when he's dealing with things that are hard to say, it's now Tameh. So I'm preparing your food, and I say, I'm sorry, your food became Tameh. Believed to say that. Says the Gemara, what? If, he say, if you say the, the food I made for you on Tuesday, then you don't believe. If you mention the time and place, no. Says the Gemara, what? In the first part, we believe you. And then the Seifa, where he says, I did on this day, we don't believe you. What's the deal? Amr Abayi says, Kol Shebi Neman. When something is completely in your control, then you are believed. Okay. Um, but after the fact, you're not believed. That's the difference. So it's like this. If it's Bishas Maisa, if it's at the time, we're going to believe you. Because it's completely in your control to keep a Torah or a tongue. 
But if you're saying on Friday, oh, you should know, a kain, a kain, is a yid who brings a carbon oil on Tuesday. Arab Shabbos, the kain says, you should know the animal I brought for you on Tuesday. Pegel. You say, we don't believe you. You have no namonis. Why? Namonis is when it's in your control. It's an after the fact situation. There's no reason for us to assume that you had, um, that uh, you had those uh, improper intentions. Okay? So if, again, if it's still in your power to affect, you're believed. If it's no longer in your power to affect, you're not believed. Rav Amar, Rav says, Kigain, for example, Yeah, so that's that's Abai's answer. Okay, Abai says, "Kol shibiyad inaman." Rav Amrav says, "Kigayim." For example, to ask Yichei v'lay Amar le v'lay Midi. The case says follows: These two guys are working together. One found the other, and he says, uh, "Hey, how you doing? Have a wonderful day." And that's it. He never said anything to him. Well, the boss ask Yichei, and then letting the second time v'amar le, he said something to him. So, since initially he didn't say anything, you're not trusted. But if it's the first time that you met him, you said something, then you are trusted. All right. We're now going to end off the daf with a couple of stories with some interesting halachas. Here we go. Somebody said this friend to Harish, I'm planning it. You know the tires that I was dealing with on Tuesday became Tommy. He's not believed. And therefore, you could assume it's Tar. Sharvasi said, You hold this. Who says, I don't want to believe him, but the Maisi is believed. Says the really? What does the Torah say to believe him? The says that the animal that he brought, the Karbonis, became Pigol Mehemon, he's believed. Now, it's done. He no longer has the ability. This is after the fact. And how do we know that we believe the Kayin Gadol? Okay? So he's by himself. Vaistais, Ella rather, Lab Mishun Duhaman. It's got to be, if we're going to be pickle, it's got to be we believe somebody even after the fact. Says the Gemara, Vidoma Dushamin Nidim Pagal. No, it's not, it's, it, don't say that we're relying on him. Maybe we're dealing with a case where he was inside the Kayin, the Shakadashim, doing the Avaida. And out loud, he said something which is going to puzzle up the carbon and make a pickle. Now we're not relying on him. Maybe that's the case. And if that's the case, we're relying on somebody else. You have no proof that the Torah believes somebody after the fact to tell me that somebody became pickle. Says the you love Yeah? Even if you overheard him, guess what? Maybe what happened was the Kayim brought the carbon and then spoke out loud. If you didn't actually see it, if you weren't there, just because you heard something doesn't mean it actually happened. A lot of people say things and it's out of place at a time. Says the Gemara, Vidoma the Chazine Pish Maybe there was a crack in the door and he saw the Kayim Gadol doing the Avaida and saying out loud, Words that are going to make it piggle, yeah, the wrong carbon or whatever. So one says, "All right, eh, kasha, kasha, okay." Whatever kasha mean, uh, uh, we're not going to agree necessarily to uh, understand like that, but that taka is a possibility. It's a possibility. 
Okay. Another story. That I wrote for this guy. When I wrote Hashem's name, I didn't have. It wasn't Lishma. So it's a puzzle. Tyra. So somebody sells Sefer to Shul, and then afterwards they say, hey, you know, I messed up. Amar Lei Sefer Torah Miad Mi. Who has the Torah? Amar Lei Biad Lekeich the Buyer. Amar Lei Nemon Atol Lahafsid Zcharcha. Viyat Nemon Lahaf Sefer Torah. You got to give the money back because you did not sell in your view a kosher Sefer Torah. But guess what? Whoever purchased the Sefer Torah is still allowed to use it. We don't believe you to passel up something that already has a chazak, already has a status of being, of being kosher. It's true that the Sefer should lose out on payment. Uh, maybe only for the words of, of Hashem's name. Should he not get paid at all? Yeah. All you got to do is go back if all, all of the Hashem's names and fix that up. Why we say don't get paid at all? Amarlai in no, you shouldn't get paid at all. It's not worth anything. Now he holds obviously you can't just go back and fix it and make it a kosher terror. He holds either way it's going to be a puzzle terror. Says the Gemara. Okay, but we still want to say she got some sort of payment. Let him go over it with ink. Go over the shem. It says yud kevavke. Okay, so take ink. Go over the Yurki Vavke and now it's there. Come on. And who would this who would this follow? Name would like Rabbi does follow Rabbi It's not. If let's say you need to write Hashem's name, and Yurke Vavke. So what did you write instead? Yud Hey Vav Dalit Hey. Now you didn't write that. You thought you were gonna write Yehuda, but it turns out you wrote Hashem's name properly. You thought you meant to write Yehuda, you wrote Hashem and it should have been Hashem. But hit the boy Dalit. You could write, uh, just take ink over it again, and you're good. That's not the proper way to do it. And therefore, again, since the Cham say it's not the way to do it, we don't need to, uh, you, the cipher cannot just go over it, or somebody else cannot just go over it with, uh, with ink to fix it up, and hence there's no payment. You can even say that this Psaq would follow Shittas Rabbi Yehud, who says that you could go over it with ink. Rabbi only says one time, you know, it's a unique situation. You, you're writing Hashem's name, you thought to write Yehuda, and you end up writing it properly. Then you go over it with ink. But Rabbi Yehuda holds that if it is, you do this throughout the Sefer Torah, it's not going to be kosher, because it looks menomer. Menomer means it's, it's just that it's not a nice ksav. It loses out on its, uh, on its beauty. There was somebody who came in front of Rabbi Avoho. This guy. The skins were not tanned. The other guy can handle the buyer. Amar loy, he takes out the neman lapses. Charchoy ato neman lapses. Sefer Torah, you have to return the money, and the Sefer Torah is possible. This was the psak of Rabbi Avahu. All right. Says the Gemara. Umay shno midravami. By the ink, Ravami said, you lose your pay, but the Sefer Torah is still kosher. Over here, Rabbi Avo says, by the parchment, he says the parchment has a problem. It's not a kosher of a anymore. What's the difference? Hossam, in the case by, of the ink, 
Okay, I would say that this that he says, uh, you know, the, the names of Hashem were written the Shema, is he thought that Allah is like Rabbi Yirmiya, um, which was that he's only going to lose out on a few dollars of Hashem's name, but he'll still get paid. And therefore, this is why the cipher is willing to be honest. Because he thought, Halakha Zikr Birmiya, which is, I didn't have Das, I didn't do Hashem's name Lishma. So what's going to happen? Thinks the cipher to himself. I'll have to return $100. $50,000 here, I'll, I'll, I'll return $500 for all of God's names. But I can still keep 49500 He thought that's the Allah. And therefore, he's believed. Hacha, but by the case of the parchment, Kivan to come after Kuli since he's giving up. All the money, we're going to say, he's telling the truth. If he says the parchment wasn't done, that's everything. The parchment's not good, nothing's good. And therefore, we're going to trust him. If he's willing to take such a loss on a Sefer Torah, he's being an honest guy, then we have to assume, even if it's already in the hands of the buyer, the whole Sefer Torah became puzzle. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, Hebra. Bez Hashem. This week, Dafiyami remains at 720 PM Central, hopefully from Yerushalayim. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.